Welcome to The Q. My name is Nurse Bug. I'm your friendly neighborhood nurse surveyor. Hey y'all, welcome to The Q. I'm Amanda, one of your DONs from the sticks. Hello everyone, welcome to The Q, and I'm Corrine. Some highlights from this week that I thought were interesting. The first one was decorating the workplace and workplace safety. Talking about your staff working on ladders, placing large decorations, maybe some clutter issues for residents, and how that can be mediated, which I thought was interesting. Have you seen any issues with that? So they're like, okay, push the Christmas tree to the side, please. (laughs) Not in the middle of the hallway. Thanks so much. (laughs) Something like that. (laughs) Hey, everybody. Put the tree in the corner, right? (laughs) Don't let everybody on a ladder. You're just setting yourself up. So no (laughs) residents climbing. Oh, my goodness. Could you imagine? Oh, my. (laughs) You know, there's always that one. The daredevil in the pack that wants to do something like that. Did you guys ever wrap like fake presents to put under the tree? Was that ever an issue with clutter or anything like residents grabbing them or moving them or putting them in the middle of the hall? I had a resident one time that we had decorated the dining room for. It's so gorgeous. And in the middle, they put table decorations in the middle on each table, right? With these beautiful cloths. But inside these containers were Christmas balls, right? And they were so pretty and shiny and reflective. And there was lots around them. And um, the resident just opened up that container and took that out. It looked yummy, I guess, because it smelled like Christmas and ate it. (laughs) Yeah, that was fun. That was my call in poison control and the doctor on that. Like, uh... I don't know if she swallowed it. It looks like she spit the majority of it out, but who knows? So, no on present wrapping just because, you know, that's another opportunity to, no, it's not to eat the diaper. It's, it's resonance <laughs> dangers from this, too. Yes. Or you're looking for missing decorations because you've had a resident start collecting a collection for themselves. <laughs> And you have to go looking for all those decorations, or you see a passive passing resident with uh, their sweater all lumpy, and you're like, "What do you have? <laughs> nothing. What I have absolutely nothing." And at the bottom of her sweater was a uh, decoration hanging out, so <laughs> we figured where all the decorations were going. Amanda, yeah. if you leave out food that the patient's families are bringing in, don't leave it where yeah. everybody's hands as the residents and everybody's going by. <laughs> Especially oh, those that are diabetic. <laughs> or alter diets, right? So we yeah. know all of our vendors come in at this time and they're spreading Christmas cheer and they want to give you, you know, they give you those donuts or those little brownies. Hindsight 2020, it always gets dropped off at the nursing station. Like, take into consideration that you've got people rolling by and they've got little fingers and it smells real good and they can't have it because of their altered diet. And then they stuff it in their mouth and then you're like, oh, no, like it has the potential to be like choking hazard, (laughs) choking hazard. Yeah. 
So everybody keep in mind, it's not just ladders. Keep your treats and your sweets off the nurse's desk. <laughs> so yes, I love this article. That's pretty interesting. The next article that I found was caregiver self-care activities because it's just as important to keep your staff um, engaged in the holiday and keep them from burning out and stressing out. And so I thought a few of these were really interesting. Like they broke them down, physical, mental. So for some physical ones, there was go borrow a friend's dog and take it to the park, which if you don't have a dog, I mean, that's wonderful. Hopefully your friend's dog is really nice and will let you take uh, them to the park. Of course, breathing exercises, going and meditating, getting a manicure. Those are all some physical things they can do. What are some things you guys did during the holidays when it was stressful in the nursing home? With my staff, I would intentionally walk the halls trying to initiate conversations to find out what their plans were for the holidays, if they were spending it with family, friends, just to figure out whether or not everybody had somebody or if they were separated from their family because they were in a different state. We would make sure that we would meet their need somehow, uh, whether it was a dinner or giving them a gift just to brighten their holidays. That was one way that we met the needs for our staff is to be on that one-on-one -on -one and find out what they were doing. I think one of the biggest challenge like for me during the holidays as a dawn was scheduling. Everybody wants to be off either Christmas Day or they do their they have little kids, they do their Christmas stuff, Christmas Day or Christmas Eve, and that is just like a fine balance. Like you want to be able to help everybody and put them where they need to to be at so they can have that work-life balance. But that is a total struggle. And honestly, that gave me a lot of stress coming into the holidays. Like, how many people are going to be upset with this schedule? You know, and there's some people that take approaches like, well, it is what it is and that's that. I'm not letting it bother me. But it ends up bothering you if you don't take that put that attention to detail it ends up bothering you on Christmas day because you're getting called like Sue didn't come into work she's not coming in she said she requested PTO for this day and she didn't get it my advice would be be aware you know let people explain to you that way they feel like they are heard and validated this is extremely hard but you know the staff members that are going to be extremely difficult in the end when you had to do either or you know they have to work either or day christmas eve or christmas day try to be mindful and you can open yourself up to explain you might not feel like that was the best course of action i always felt like it was for me and i had more and more attendance but i also kept a strict policy like okay you and i have talked about this we've agreed you show up here right if you don't there will be consequences to you to you not, right? You're following that disciplinary action. And then come back around to the next holiday season, you worked Christmas Day. I give you the first pick. Do you want to work Christmas Eve or do you want to work Christmas Day? That's how it went around. What I did to kind of lessen that stress 
I started back in September. I would start in September and I put a list out and I tell everybody, sign up for the days that you actually want off. That is your main holiday. That will be number one. What is the main holiday you want? And then I would say, what is your secondary holiday? Because I would put on there Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's. Once I collected that list, if I didn't have enough staff to fill that shift, like let's just say on Christmas Day, I would start going around to the ones that were on the secondary and start negotiating with my staff so that everybody would be happy. I did that early so that we could figure it out and not be at the last moment. And then I also also offered doing like partial shifts so that people could be with their families on Christmas morning, but yet they would come in that night because they were with their family on the mornings. You can really work it with your staff if you're ahead of the game. I was thinking the split shifts because not everybody does Christmas on Christmas morning. You know, my family does it on the 23rd so that we can have our family Christmas. So just to transition into the last little article highlight that I have, the last one was social connections have multiple cognitive benefits for older adults, a study found. Um, And it says that interacting with their family and friends, it has benefits for older adults with cognitive decline. It slowers the cognitive neurodegeneration and decline, and it gives them a sense of security and purpose which I thought was really interesting, ladies. I'm sure you guys have seen that in action in the nursing home, right? How they light up when their family or friends come in. Oh, yeah. But you got to remember, not all residents have family. For the ones that don't have family or friends or visitors that come in to see them, we always made that an opportunity for us to give to them, to visit with them, and do whatever we could do to make their holiday brighter yeah. for the year. I had um, just one lady I can recall years ago, and her family had put her in, but they weren't in the same state. So she could not talk. She couldn't tell you her requests. Many a time I would go in the room and I would just talk with her. But around Christmas time, her family had come previous to Christmas and let me know a little bit of her back history and did not realize that she was really unhappy and they had taken her out of her home. She had a a stroke. She couldn't take care of herself. One of the things that she missed most was uh, going to church. So when I found that out, and they weren't around, I would go in every night in her room and I would sing with her. Oh, I love that. I love that. So singing and like, I'm sure at points you talked with them about reminiscing about the past. So if they don't have anybody that they know, you know, they know you guys and they see familiar faces. So reminiscing with them would really help them. Family tradition. She couldn't talk but the only thing she did respond with was tears you meet every resident in their place of need at -hmm. christmas time or thanksgiving our staff always we we would collect money to make sure everybody had a gift yes amanda how about you i was gonna say i found this article and 
they were the winners of the McKnight's Gold Award this year. And it's relating to, it's a facility out of, I want to say, New York. River Spring Living from the Bronx, New York. And of course, they got the 2023 McKnight's Tech Awards uh, competition uh, with gold. And what they did, they they centered their idea or what they had created around end of life. But I feel like that this could be something that would be extremely meaningful to residents, especially this time of year when they may not have family living, may not have family clothes. So they took a simple picture frame, right? Uh, One of those electronic picture frames that rotates the pictures. You can upload different pictures to it and they move past it. You could add song and music to it if you wanted to. And they found that in doing so, their residents felt calmer, more at peace, and really reduced anxiety. Now, this is related to end of life, but could we take that perception and you could use it during this time, amp up your pictures, you know, have activities geared to some of this, like where you sit down and you try to really, really enhance reminiscing with your residents, right? Looking at these pictures, maybe they're able to identify, but maybe they're not. But you could probably see if they're not, it will trigger something and you could see them relax in their body movement. The weight of the world is off their shoulders, you know, the reduction in tension even if they couldn't speak to you, just that time one-on-one and looking through these things, like that could benefit them. With 50 years of experience and experts across all areas of nursing home care, QSource genuinely understands the needs of your facility. We've always been there alongside you and we've walked in your shoes. No matter the situation, QSource is prepared to tackle your challenges, solve your issues and answer your questions. Let QSource encourage, educate, and empower you. Contact us at any time at QSource.org. We will always be here to help. And now back to the podcast. When it comes to the holidays and increased awareness of their health decline, like the elderly, whether they have cognitive decline or not, I mean, you know that they know that they have some sort of limitation. Some of them don't, and that's why we have both. But the holidays serve as a reminder of health decline, limitations, expecting visitors, desire for a specific holiday activity or food. And actually, when I, in some of my surveying years, I had an instance where I went into a facility twice in in two months, and it just happened to be in November and December. And in November, I had come just after uh, Thanksgiving, and the consensus around the whole place was that there's just a sadness. And I had to kind of figure out why. Um, and I found out that for the Thanksgiving meal, they had a PB&J sandwich because oh. they couldn't get turkey and whatnot. Like, has that ever happened in your guys' facilities? Oh, no, 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 no. I, I know during the pandemic that we had issues with getting orders and stuff, but I feel like maybe that there's some disconnect there because I kind of read into the same article, you know, discussed with this about this and it was the staff members that intervened and presented them with a Thanksgiving meal right more like a potluck 
I'm just going to be quite honest about that. Like, shame, shame, shame. I know that we are all exhausted and we want to spend time with our families too. They have a right to be treated, you know, the way that we want to be treated. And we take these positions, you know, as far as administrating and we have to be connected to our floors. So, you know, wherever that communication chopped down at, like, you need to fix that, like, ASAP and that's okay. So that doesn't happen again. But every facility I've worked at, we would have gone above and beyond that. Like, uh, like you go down to the local Walmart's open 24-7, you know, go get something to help to liven up the mood as far as like Christmas dinner goes so they can have some of the things that they want. Everything can be pureed if, you know, you have altered diets and stuff. I don't, I don't like well, that. That hurts my heart. For sure. But yeah. Most nursing homes have their main dinners, like for Thanksgiving and for Christmas, not on Thanksgiving or Christmas. They normally have like a resident. We always did it like maybe two days before the main holiday that, that we would have that turkey dinner or, you know, a Thanksgiving or Christmas and then the day of, they would have their regular meals. It wouldn't just be a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. It would be a regular meal. And they would add, due to staff being off, but our normal big dinners for those holiday meals were always like two or three days before the actual holiday itself. Yeah. So, and that's a great idea. But to like extrapolate on the story, just to give you a little more kind of background on that. So after that, of course, we wrote tags. And so we had to come back and we came back after Christmas, of course. And I said, you know, how was Christmas meal? How was it? And I had a tearful, tearful lady tell me that they had soup and a sandwich on Christmas. And she was just distraught, literally. And it wasn't just her. I mean, she she was very expressive, but there were others that was. That's the one thing that I was looking forward to. You know, we get so many holidays a year and that what that it makes it feel community and love. And, you know, if we don't have family and we got a soup and sandwich. Amanda, you say like that potluck, like to me, that would be a no brainer. Like bring in yeah. all the items that people like, you know, if you have a German resident or, you know, whatever, bring in their favorite foods. That makes sense to me. Why would you just go with you know, a soup and a sandwich when you can do something like that. I love that idea. I mean, and there again, too, like no judgment to, you know, facilities that have had to do this before. You know, I'm sure you have reasoning behind it. You know, we're not here to judge and stuff. I'm sure that they have a reason, a rhyme and reason to it. But again, go to the store. <laughs> At yeah. some point in time, I would have used my own money. I mean, like, you know, we're not rich by any means or anything like that. I'm not saying that, but I would have gladly given my money over for that service. You know, yeah. I guess that's a good way to put it. Me too. I mean, I would have, I would have made something in, in general and brought yes. it. You know, there were kind of those residents that come to activities continually and whatnot. It's those other ones that don't, that are just secluded in their rooms that I worry about and want to bring them special little things decorate their doors, you know, just make them feel good. And those tiny little trees, guys, you know, those tiny little trees you can get from Walmart with the tiny little ornaments. Those are my favorite. At least let them have a little something in the rooms. 
Yeah, can um, decorate your doors. Staff in the residence would decorate the doors. And those that couldn't, we would decorate for them. Yeah. So in our the Reducing Holiday Depression in Nursing Homes article, there was five different ideas for staff to consider. We've already talked about creating a warm and festive environment, decorating the areas with lights, ornaments, anything that's safe for the residents, of course, Kareem. <laughs> Safer than we don't want them taking it or eating it, Amanda. Then, of course, holiday-themed activities and events for residents to engage in. And then arranging video calls, family gatherings, if people can come in or not. The communication that we have nowadays is wonderful for the residents who have family that live. You said, Kareen, you had someone who lived out of state. I mean, those video calls are irreplaceable when it comes to that. That's true. Tailoring the holiday experience to accommodate different personalities, level of health. Um, it can make it everybody feel more included and create an uplifting atmosphere, even for your staff. I mean, you know, the feeling of the Christmas season or the holiday season in general, it, it's a feeling. And you can tell when it's not there. Yeah, it's eerie, right? In a building, it's eerie. And then if your staff are unhappy, you know, that just adds more and more stress to the situation. Could assist in like mitigating, you know, that culture, that culture barrier and uplifting your facility during the holidays. We are just trying to meet the needs of all our residents, um, no matter where they're from or what they are used to. We try to meet their needs at those special times, especially like on Christmas Day. You you have your carolers come in. Uh, there's certain churches that you know will come in and sing to the residents on that day, and it, it you can make it very special and very precise for your residents. Uh, it doesn't have to be boring. It doesn't have to be have that non-feeling. This is a quick or rush thing. You can take the time with each of the residents that day on certain with family coming in and the celebrations between the resident and their families are beautiful. Uh, it's not a rush thing. It's just a, a really good day to make memories. Kiddo concert. That's what I was thinking while you were talking about that. And then do little concerts for them. Oh my gosh. They just light up. I love it. Yep. Okay. We foster an environment where every resident feels seen, valued, and we try to help them feel surrounded by warmth. It's dependent on every resident and what's going on in your building. And I just hope that everybody takes the time, like you said, Amanda, just do a little potluck. It's not, it's not hard. You know, if Cisco can't deliver, then a potluck it is. And, and that, to me, tells your residents that you do care. Mother Teresa said, do, do small things with great love. And that's what I think working okay. in the nursing. Thank you for listening to this QSource podcast. If you ever find yourself needing QSource to assist your facility, please reach out to us at QSource.org so our long-term care experts can help you through the process. If you want to hear more podcasts like this, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to your favorite audio. Just search for QSource and you will find us. Thank you and have an amazing day.